Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juicebox. And I don't know how many people out there know this, but it takes some work putting a podcast together. Mm-hmm. You have to research a subject sometimes and uh, sometimes often. It's something you don't want to know about or research or spend the time doing. Then you have to deliver that subject, you have to edit it, so all of the ums and likes are minimized, and then you have to put it out and promote it, like social media, and continue to do that uh, throughout the week to get as many listens as possible. Wait, I thought we did Christmas Chronicles last week. (laughs) If we're talking about things that we don't want to talk about or research. We did. Uh, With all that being said, and the reason I'm saying that is because sometimes you just want to get in the studio and kind of talk, right? Mm -hmm. You just want to get some things off your chest. Mm -hmm. And we are, uh, again, if you didn't listen last week, we're kind of smack dab in the middle of our Christmas season. We do uh, Christmas-themed podcasts and... This week, I I just want to call this, don't be a bah humbug. Yeah, all right. Yeah, don't don't let Christmas get you down this year. It's we're all dealing with it in our own separate ways. Whether you're going to visit family or don't do this, that, or this year you're staying at home with do your that. with your family, and your loved ones. So this week on the podcast, what we're going to do is just give you some tips on how to stay merry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and maybe just some other stuff that you can do since this year is so different than other years absolutely and i know we'll get into it later on in the podcast but doesn't this present the perfect year to donate you know how you always said that you want to do something for others or go buy food for families or presents for you know children that are underprivileged or donate to charities that are doing amazing work this is the year if any other year to do that yeah if you can let's just go ahead and jump into it because Dana and I generally, you know, we do some sort of donation every Christmas time. You know, sometimes it's bigger than others. Sometimes it just depends on what our extra cash flow is looking like that year. This year, since we have not done anything basically all year long, and we've both been lucky, privileged enough to have our jobs throughout the entire pandemic, like neither one of us had to take a furlough or a pay cut or anything. We've both been very blessed on that. That is amazing. So in that sense, for a big chunk of this year, I've been feeling some guilt because it's just like, you know, we got our stimulus check. We didn't need it. Like that should have gone to somebody else, you know, like we didn't have to collect unemployment. We didn't have to do any of that stuff. So I've just been like trying to think of ways to like give back and just, you know, donate more money to charities or to those less fortunate. Sure. So this year we did, uh, like we usually do, we do angel tree, like uh, the angels off the angel tree at Kroger's, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. 25 bucks or whatever. You provide a meal for Christmas dinner. We did a couple of those. Um, We did something at the YMCA here in town. The one over here in East Nashville had like their tree, which I think they, I'm pretty sure they do every year. You go in, you draw a name, you buy them the stuff on their list. Sure. I like that one because there's an actual list and you're not just shooting in the dark. Yeah. And you're, you know, you still get to go out and do some Christmas shopping if you're into that, you know, and it's kind of nice because you know that like 
this is something that these people really need. You know, yep. we, we bought the, the young girl we were shopping for this year. We bought like some pajamas and a winter coat and some other stuff that was on the list. You know, she had some toys. There was some Barbies and stuff on there. And we picked up some stuff like that, but it just felt good to be buying stuff like a dang winter coat, like yep. something that people really, really need. And speaking of that, I mean, this is the time of year that they need it the most. And more people need it this year than in years past. And if you're a Nashvillian and you've been here for the last year, you've probably donated to quite a few causes because we have had a disastrous 2020 on top of a pandemic where in any town USA, they didn't have a tornado, yeah. you know, that devastated a chunk of our entire county one week prior to the pandemic kicking off yeah <laughs> they didn't have basically ground zero for coronavirus aka broadway aka <laughs> big kid rocks donkey bar oh god um and i mean there were just a few other things right and so he here especially where music venues are more prevalent mm -hmm. people were donating to that to keep those alive because that is like the heartbeat of our city yeah um but to go back to the original point is right now is the time when kids need things more than ever. Mm -hmm. I saw a film last night that I'd never seen before, which is Polar Express, the Tom Hanks movie that came out quite a few years back. Oh yeah. Was that good? I want to talk about that in a minute, but okay. there's a, a, an act or a character in that Polar Express, which is the youngest kid who's picked up last on the Polar Express. And he didn't know what Christmas was because he'd been underprivileged and he'd never gotten presents. And, you know, he is just worried about keeping the heat and the lights on and food on the table or his family was. So he didn't believe in Santa Claus because Santa Claus had never come. Um, this is the year to be a Santa Claus for somebody else. And yeah. that's a, I mean, we joke on this podcast, we talk about sensitive material or material that you might not want to hear, but <laughs> this is from the heart. I mean, you know, sure. be someone Santa Claus this Christmas. Now, to get to that point about the movie, right? Polar Express, never seen it. Didn't think that the graphics or visuals were that great okay that's what i was gonna get at because i remember seeing the previews and that like um virtual plastic face yes. tom hanks that yeah. was just like so hard to get past that tom hanks plays every male role in that film too oh, um, i didn't know that that makes it even weirder yeah but i thought the movie was incredible i thought the story was great i thought you know from start to finish it captivated my attention Here's the reason it captivated my attention. Because the first time since March 2nd, 2020, I walked into a movie theater last night. Now, when we tell you not to be a bah humbug this Christmas, I, we wanted to give you some tips. Here's a tip. AMC theaters across the country are allowing you to rent out movie theaters for $99. Oh, dang. You get the whole theater. It is completely pre-cleaned. I mean, we think it's a movie theater, but pre clean before you step in and you can only invite 20 guests or up to 20 guests. So last night we went to an AMC th theater in Bellevue and watched the Polar Express. There were 12 people in the total theater and I'd say six or eight of them were, no, eight of them were children. So they all had a great time. You get to run around the theater. You don't have to worry about bothering other guests. And I think it's somewhat safe. We went there last night. You can't, walk up to a counter anymore there's nobody working in concession stands you pre-order your food they bring it out of the back and they put it in this case mm. and you open the case and grab your food um contactless drinks is some something too 
um, and they've shut the bars down, which suck. But yeah. I think that is a way to not be a bah humbug on Christmas or even throughout this winter if you have the opportunity to rent your own private movie theater and know that you are safer than you would have been. I, I don't know. I think it, I thought it, I felt really safe last night. Yeah. Well, and that, I mean, that is, I don't want to say benefit, but that is one thing that has come from the, this pandemic, you know, sure. cause I mean, renting out an entire movie theater for yourself and your friends and your family is not something that you could do last year for, nope. unless you had thousands of dollars. And, uh, the one in Bellevue is really nice. If you have not gotten your family a Christmas present this year, like most procrastinating dads or moms out there, <laughs> Just go on some date in January and reserve a 5.45 or 6.45 time. You get 20 movies to choose from. They're all $99. Uh, I think it's a great deal and cheap and a great Christmas present. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Or find 19 underprivileged children and be their chaperone and take them to a movie. Yeah. Um, that feels like a spreader event. But okay. I don't <laughs> um, okay, so that that's one thing you can do. Um Another thing that we have done this year, which we may have done anyway, I'm not really sure. They used to have it over here at um, right by Opry Mills, that mm-hmm. Christmas lights drive through thing at yes. a Jellystone campground yeah. or whatever, which it's not there anymore. Thank God, because that created the most. The not- longest line car line in Nashville history. I'm surprised there wasn't like constantly wrecks on Briley Parkway like due to that. I <laughs> it, mean, was, it was insane. It was so long that the River Road uh, residents there that have this just one line of houses on the river uh, complained that they couldn't get out to go anywhere, like the grocery store or anything. Which they, I guess that's why they don't do it there anymore. But anyway. They moved that up to what, Lebanon? Uh, They moved it to like where they hold the Mount Juliet Fair every year? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But besides that, um, there's one in Wilson County at the Wilson County Fairgrounds. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's there's one new this year at the uh, Fairgrounds. Yes. Which Dana and I went to because uh, it was kind of expensive, but she got a little discount through work. So we were like, screw it. It's better than driving out to Wilson County. And in one way or another, I understand it's charitable too, right? I didn't verify this, but I was told it was put on by like, you know, audio visual people here in town. And it's kind of like helping them make some money back for not being on tour all year. Yep. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, anyway, that, you know, we were talking about it earlier, like giving to charity, like, Nashville, I feel like, was hit maybe a little harder than some other cities just because we rely so much on entertainment and food and restaurants and tourism. bars and tourism yep. in general. Like, that is what – this is a tourist town. So it, it was it was nice to be able to, you know, show our kids some crazy cool lights and also, you know, kind of help people that are not in employed right now. I've seen the videos, and it looks like you're driving through a concert or Coachella or something like that with a Christmas, obviously, flare on it. Yeah. But like the LED boards and all that stuff, I mean, it it looks insane. I, w- we definitely want to do it, um, and you're the first person I know that has done it. Yeah, it was cool. And, you know, Barrett's two, almost two and a half years old now. He enjoyed it. You know, I think he thought had a great time. He got to get out of his car seat. He got to do the good old-fashioned 80s dad thing where he sat on my lap <laughs> and pretended he was driving the cars. We're pulling through this thing. You know, we're going like two miles an hour, so I feel like... You know, you can still get some 80s nostalgia in the year 2020. <laughs> yeah. How cool is that? It was great. So I don't know. You know, like I said, it's a little pricey, but, you know, you get your tickets in advance. You're in your car. It's totally safe. Like they're blasting the music. You know, it's all synced up with music. It's it's a cool thing to go through, you know, and a lot of times like 
I remember when I was a kid, even though we didn't even really celebrate Christmas, we mom, we would jump in the car with my mom sometimes and just drive around neighborhoods and look at people's like amazing Christmas sure. lights set up. So, I mean, there's just something about driving around looking at Christmas lights and that type of stuff anyway. It just goes hand in hand with the season. What a perfect transition, because I also wanted to touch today on another way to enhance your Christmas this year or enhance someone else's Christmas you speak about driving around when you're a kid looking at Christmas lights. I mean, that was a big deal to families growing yeah. up in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. um, even the 90s. Uh, it was just something to get out of your house and to quit looking at your own Christmas decor for a bit and check other people's out. Yep. So this year, and especially this year during a pandemic, when you can't go visit people and you can't be at these holiday parties and move around, my suggestion would be spread a little bit of that Christmas cheer to someone else and just go buy one. If you don't have any Christmas lights at your house, just go buy one strand of Christmas <laughs> lights and put them on your door. Or, you know, we've got so many kids driving around when we, uh, whether we pick, pick them up from daycare or take them out on a drive just to get them out of the house because they've been there for weeks on end. We love looking at Christmas lights. I have to drive a certain route every single day for my three-year-old because we have to see this three specific houses yeah and if you guys would buy one strand of christmas lights and spread a little cheer and put one strand on your your house the whole drive would be like that and it would be incredible yeah i mean i feel like our neighborhood is doing pretty well they're good you've got some i mean you've got some i don't like the gaps that's the problem yeah yeah like it just doesn't look in its consistency is something i thrive on and it doesn't look that consistent yeah our block here and where we live people are getting into it you know i feel like it's you know our neighborhood we live in madison we've talked about that before our neighborhood i feel like is flipping from older to younger people so it's like it's kind of changing the demographic of it But, but like people two houses down from us that house was abandoned forever. No one lived there. Uh, a young couple with a kid that's about the same age as Barrett moved in. They pimped out their house with Christmas decorations Already. there. Like, I mean, they went first all year. out. Yeah, so it was nice. You know, like up until last year, like we would do indoor some indoor Christmas decorations. But Bucky, I was one of the people that you hated because we never hung de- Christmas decorations <laughs> outside before we had a kid. It was just like not something I was into. Like, you know, I didn't grow up putting de- Christmas decorations on my house, so it was just something that. It, wasn't a part of like the season for me. Sure. But that being said, last year was the first year I did it. Now I'm starting to get addicted to it. And I'm like, I want my house to look nice. I want everything to look symmetrical. I don't want to just throw some stuff up. Sure. But, you know, if you don't want to go all out, like Bucky said, just a little strip around the door. That's Maybe it. Maybe on a couple windows. That's it. And it's so easy and so cheap. I mean, you can go to Lowe's and buy a box of Christmas lights for $2.99. I started quite a, a while ago because my uncle is known. I mean, he's won a couple of city Christmas light competitions. And, you know, I don't know if his children, he's got four boys and me. We were all kind of brothers. And I don't know if they took to it. Mm-hmm. I somehow did. And this year I hung up 7,400 Christmas lights. But, and that might seem like a lot, 7,400 lights are on my house. It's not. I mean, it really is not. It, it's, I don't know. It, it, you got to think every strand is about 150 or 300. You add that up, adds up pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a lot of lights. I don't have nearly that many on our house. So if you go buy one strand and put it around your door, you can tell your friends and family that you hung up 150 Christmas lights this year and it just sounds like a lot more. Yeah, that's a good point. I have seen some cool things online this year and maybe like, Maybe they, this happens in years past, but I just haven't been just like tuned into it. But like, 
I've seen a couple where it's like, you know, there'll be a house with just like Clark Griswold type decorations sure. or whatever, and then the house next door, like <laughs> has nothing but blow ups. Well, no, the house <laughs> next door, like they would play off like that. I saw a couple different ones. I saw one where they just made a giant arrow out of Christmas lights that was just pointing at the house next door. <laughs> and then I saw another one where the people next door had to uh, put out an inflatable Grinch and then made it look like the Grinch was holding a strand of Christmas lights and pulling it off the people's house Classic. next door. Like, just fun stuff like that. Like, get to know your neighbors. Set up a little, um, you know, community church, sure. community uh, light show. Get, uh, get creative because all children... you. This is a pun, but their eyes light up when you drive down the road, and it's just fun to see, especially as a parent. As soon as you can like live vicariously through them seeing the Christmas lights, sure. it's next level. So another thing I want to talk about is Santa visits. Okay, that's so, a big deal. I mean, I know, like, I guess no, no more malls. No well, more. We used to do the annual um, Bass Pro Shop Santa, right? None Which, of that. I'm pretty sure Bass Pro Shop is still doing a Santa. I don't doubt it. Because Have you seen Opry Mills Mall? They have not suffered one bit during a pandemic. Their parking lot is jacked every time I drive down Brawley Parkway. And I will reiterate that we are number one in new cases of COVID-19 <laughs> So per 100,000 people. So, you know, whatever. And uh, all that, like Nashville is not doing great, but a lot of it is surrounding counties, people that are coming in and going to the mall or going downtown or going somewhere else about a bunch of other people. Yeah. Haven't y'all heard of Amazon? Yeah, well, or haven't you heard of something called Jingle Ring? Okay, what that, is Jingle Ring? Jingle Ring is it's a... a it's, first of all, before you explain it, it kind of sounds like one of those video cameras on your front door that uh, you can just plug in and watch Santa come up to your door. It's like a fake thing, you know? Oh, yeah, Try yeah. Try to catch Like Santa. the Santa tracker on uh, the yeah. internet or whatever? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not really that. It's kind of like that, though, I guess. I'm about to start that. Um, so this is like um, basically a Zoom call with Santa. Okay. Uh, you know, for lack of a better term. Santa Zooming. So what you can do is like the, from this one, and I'm going to mention a couple here, but you can go online if you're interested in this and find some other ones. Um, I'm not sure how, I'm assuming they go up until Christmas, but anyway, for at least for this Jingle Ring one, you can go online, you can fill out like some stuff about your kid, about they want what they want for Christmas, just some like personal things. So when they do jump on the call with Santa, he already knows some of this, you know, knows uh. some of these things about your kid or whatever. So it's like a little more interactive, I think maybe, because generally I don't feel like most Santas know much about you. You just pop up there and tell them what you want and then get your picture taken and that's it that has always been it so this adds like that little personal touch to it i'm just going to name out a couple of them here there's one called kringle mingle that sounds like a dating site (laughs) um this one is you can order a pre-recorded personalized message from santa so it's less interactive but you know you get it's like a cameo so like kids cameo kid cameo santa cameo Kid Cameo is a great like uh, R&B name. And then Macy's apparently is doing something called Santa Land at Home, where they will also give you like a free recorded message or whatever. There's a, Like I said, there's a few of them out there. I'm not going to go through every single one because a lot of them offer similar options or whatever. But sure. that is a case if you want your kid to get out there and see Santa Claus and you don't want to endanger your family. Yeah, there you go. I think it's also good, too, for maybe like... Like, this year isn't big a deal for us, because last year when Barrett saw Santa Claus, he had the thing that, you know, he had the meltdown. Yeah, Yeah. he had a meltdown like every kid does. So he's not, like, quite 
ready to jump back into Santa Claus this year. So the fact that we're missing it, I don't think is a big deal this year. He's still like see Santa on TV. He's got Santa stuffed animals. He's still got plenty of Santa, just nothing in person. Sure. And Santa's a big deal. I mean, and, and it does take a, lot, a long time for them to warm up to in-person live-action Santas, as opposed to seeing them in books and on cartoons and everything else, where he's just big, lovable creature. But when you get there, he uh, it's got a little stench about him. His beard's not necessarily white. Uh, right. You know. De- depend on what Santa you're seeing. Do you think kids are becoming more comfortable with Santa because more people, more dudes in general just have beards now? Potentially, I never thought about that. I didn't think about that either until I was just looking at beards dirty are Santa in, here. and Santa was like the OG Santa and Jesus. You know the the OG beard guys. Hmm. What do you think kids are more scared of, Santa or Jesus? Uh, <laughs> that is not you, a question. You for don't me. have to answer that. <laughs> Thank you. Another thing we did this year was uh, creative Christmas cards. I saw, I mean, I didn't necessarily see this, but there are a couple of companies, not the big ones you would think, like I think it's Zazzle and, uh, you know, those companies that you normally order your 50 or 100 Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. Um, we found another company that was doing basically quarantine or COVID Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. So we ordered one of those and, you know, put in some pictures of us wearing masks and said something like, you know, uh, I, I think I said, you know, quarantine it said i hated that but i had to get in the message i think it said uh wear a mask stay safe and we'll see you in 2021 and then i put hopefully in the in the quotations or whatever at the end of that uh i think i did that twofold i think one because i'm hopeful that i can see some people and two that gets me out of seeing people because i just put that one word that said hopefully yeah (laughs) wait it gets you out of theater next year yes correct yeah it just i just bought myself a year with a christmas card yeah so okay so let me throw out this hypothetical then in that situation everybody gets the everybody gets the uh vaccine for covid next year numbers are down are you still saying i'm a little nervous about this (laughs) it's correct i am not gonna i'm not gonna break from this i'm gonna say i put on that christmas card hopefully i'm still hopeful (laughs) i'll see you by the end of the year but it's not that time yet so let's talk about christmas traditions okay this year has been tough this year is going to be tough because we are not doing Christmas Eve at Dana's aunt and uncle's house, which is something that her whole family has been doing for since her aunt, mom and dad and aunt and uncle, like their parents had been doing it for years. So, I mean, yeah. this is probably like a 70 year tradition of getting together on Christmas Eve at their house and like, you know, having some dinner and having some cocktails and opening some dirty Santa presents and just having some good old fun, you know, like, and this year they canceled it, which Thank God, you know, because I didn't want to feel the pressure of having to try to go to this and we didn't want to miss it. But it's just like, it's one of those things. Like now that is like flipped our Christmas tradition upside down. We're staying Mm -hmm. in Nashville this year, which is something that we never do because both of our parents live up in Louisville, Kentucky. So this year we're like making our own tradition. Okay. And I mean, I feel good about it. I'll be glad when we go back to our old traditions. Because you don't have to do as much work. Maybe. But I just also think, like, it's suck. like Barrett is not going to see his cousins. He's not going to yep. see his grandparents. You know, he's just not going to have the interaction that he needs. And he's two and a half years old. Like, he's finally to a point where, like, he can really appreciate hanging out with other people, I feel sure. like, and, like, looks forward to it. Oh, no, he does. The interactions have become 
watching that kid grow is awesome because now, you know, he's talking to other kids and yeah. uh, in the past he would just been chasing them around like tails to Sonic. Yeah. You guys that have two and a half year olds know what they're like. <laughs> so anyway, like we're trying to just figure out like, what are we going to do? Like, I think maybe my mom is going to come down and that's like the only family member we're going to see. And that's basically just because she's retired. She doesn't do anything except for stay at her house and go to the grocery store. Like, yeah. you know, we feel safe with that. I've been getting tested every week with through work. Dana never goes out anymore. So it's like our window is small for uh, infection. So that's what we're taking the chance of just having her down here. Sure. And it's smart. And it does suck that a lot of traditions during Christmas are going to be broken this year. Like you said, for the first time in 70 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people have been, you know, doing things that long. Some people have started traditions a couple of years ago and definitely want to keep it trending upwards. Right. And, you know, it sucks. And it does bring this kind of uh, bah humbug spirit that you've got to block and you've got to make sure that you don't let that consume you this year. Mm -hmm. And I I just want to tell you that there is an absolute way to do that. And it goes by three letters. You're sneaking in a a CBD ad, aren't you? I might be. And and it's, it's something that everybody needs this year because anxiety is probably at an all time high. Depression is, you know, starting to seep in all these things, you know, you just need to calm down and relax and enjoy yourself. And you can do that every morning when you wake up during this Christmas season. You've got 10, nine days until Christmas. Yep. Wake up every morning and put some CBD in your coffee. It just starts your day right. You can relax right off the bat. And, you know, if you need it at night when the sun goes down and the kids are in bed and you just need to let go of everything that happened that day, CBD is the way i wonder we should ask reach out to two tours and ask him if they have a good eggnog with cbd recipe we might start that um <laughs> in fact i'm going to do that right after this show's over but go to two tours.com two tours cbd is some of the best stuff on the market right now they have sugars that you can put in your cookies and baking supplies for christmas yep bake those cookies up for santa that yes santa loves cbd and so do all parents out there they have tinkature you can put a couple drops in your coffee but if you go to two tours.com and type in the code raising nashville you're going to get 15 percent off your cbd order and free shipping if you have not gotten your loved one a christmas gift this year two tours cbd is local right here in tennessee and they will get that to you on your doorstep by christmas eve is that a guarantee i am guaranteeing that and two tours might reach out to me and say hey bucky we never said that (laughs) but just because you promoted us we're gonna do it if if i have to go to two tours myself and pick up your cbd and drive it to your door on christmas eve i will do that Go to twotours.com, CBD, the right way. Type in Raising Nashville, Two Tours, CBD. We came home together, we grow together. And full disclosure, Dana and I did order some CBD oil for a couple of different people for gifts, like stocking stock for type gifts. That is awesome. I guess we can like start to wrap this up. One thing I just wanted, I wanted to go back to the donation thing for a second. Sure. Um, I just wanted to talk about like a couple, I mean... I'm sure you all out there probably have charities that you have donated to before that you would like to donate to big ones for us in this family. Um, second harvest food bank. We always donate money to them. I donate like some money through to them, like through a work program every year, but they're really great. And these food banks are like 
huge right now because so many people are starving. Like I saw on the news the other day, it was just like, this wasn't locally, but other, you know, there's like massive lines, like hundreds and hundreds of people long trying to get food right now because people are out of work and there's no stimulus package and there's no anything to like protect people. Sure. So second harvest harvest food bank is a great one. I also always donate some money to Nashville rescue mission Mm -hmm. and you know, people, I know that they are have some sort of religious affiliation um, and that rubs certain people wrong way or whatever, but we got to try to get a hold of like the homeless problem in the city. Like every single corner, there's people like bumming money from you on the corner. Like it is, it's insane. And there's, you know, right now it's tough because there's a pandemic, but there should be enough money in this city and there should be enough money going around to help like keep these shelters funded and help get people out of the cold. I was driving home from um, picking up Barrett from daycare. Like, I don't know, this was like two months ago at this point, but I saw like a dad, a mom and they're like eight year old kid on the corner. Like, you know, signed hungry mm-hmm. dad's like standing there trying to get some money the mom and the son are sitting there and they look just so utterly defeated it killed me it killed the it like wrecked me on the inside i'm like driving my kid home i'm like trying to choke you know hold back tears because it's just like this is fuck man this is not how shit should be an eight-year-old kid should not be sitting on the corner like having to bum money to get some food with his parents like there are more and more children uh, starting to be seen, and younger, younger people in general. Um, it's just the. It looks like the age demographic is starting to go down as far as the people, like you said, standing on the corner, whether they're selling a contributor or they just have a little cardboard sign. Yeah. Um, some of them are aggressive, but some of them are really need this. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Sure, some of them are aggressive, but a lot of times pe- these people have like mental health issues and they mm-hmm. can't afford medications and stuff. And maybe they wouldn't be aggressive and they wouldn't be like that. And maybe they could try to get their life back in order if they could just get on these medications or just get like a little boost up. Sure. So I don't know. I'm not trying to get up on a soapbox or anything, but like we got to do something about this, people. Like this is just we can't just like shit on the lower like people that are less fortunate. Like that's not the American way. That's not like how I was raised. I don't know how other people were, but like we got to do something here. Sure. Like we said, I mean, it brings it full circle on this podcast. We said, be someone Santa this year. Um, You know, you never know uh, what you're going to get from a conversation with a stranger or, you know, what you're going to get from just helping somebody out. Yeah, exactly. Um, There's a, I mean, I'm sure there are some lazy people in the world, but I guess like these people were victims of circumstances, you know, they just like one thing happened that was just too far. Maybe they got a little bit too far into debt and lost their house and then everything's just spirals. Like, sure. Like you said, you talk to them, like take a second to just like try to put yourself in their shoes for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that is, a little, a little less depressing, hopefully. If you want to do like a toy donation or anything, like Toys for Tots, I think that deadline is already passed. Um, but there's a local place called um, Last Minute Toy Store that is over on Harding Place. Uh, you can look it up. Just Google Last Minute Toy Store. They're accepting donations through the end of this week, um, and they're open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you can like get on there and see like kind of stuff that they're they're requesting. One of the big things is like people always want to buy 
clothes or gifts or whatever for kids that are like younger, like 10 and under. Sure. But there's a ton of teenagers, like up to 18 that are also in these like same situations and need, you know, maybe not toys, but they need a jacket or they need some jeans or they need some gloves or they need, you know, they just need stuff. So, you know, if you got the, if you got the means, try to reach out and help some of these people. Absolutely. Something I donate to every year is it's around the first or second week of December. So we've already missed it, but it's Toy Field, which is put on by the Titans downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they try to fill up a football field with toys every year. And it's a great, great day, great celebration. People are bringing toys by all day long. Department stores are bringing truckloads of toys down there. And um, they've got a lot of cool things going. But uh, they do it for, you know, extremely good cause, too. Before we get out of here today, and again, we don't want to be too negative on this podcast, but our our only suggestion and plead with you is be safe, man. We're, we just became number two in coronavirus infections in the entire country. Number two. Followed it, by Rhode Island, who has like the population of nothing of compared like, to Tennessee. Of like... A little bit more than Nashville is the population of Rhode Island, maybe closer to the population of Memphis. So real quick on those stats, like Rhode Island is at 111.3 cases per 100,000 or new cases per 100,000. Tennessee is at 111.2. Our infection rate is 1.21 also. So guess what, guys? We're going to overtake that number one spot, whether or not you like it. Yeah, Tennessee doesn't back down. So with (laughs) with that being said, it's our plea to you to – be safe. Take precaution. We're going. It's winter is coming, man. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, but this that that phrase has never rang more true. We got one more push of this, right? We've got a lot of hopeful stuff out there. We've got a lot of positive things that have been that have come out mm-hmm. about you know everything from vaccines to relief to you know all of this stuff. Just be safe, man, through this last holidays. Wear your mask wherever you can. Wear your mask with your family members if you, you know, want to do that and, and get around them. They should understand. And if they don't, that's there that's on them. Yeah. Just make sure that you are doing your part. We've said all year long, do your part, do your part. Um Well, it's just been so pr- like right before Thanksgiving, you know, they're like all these people are gonna travel, there's gonna be a surge. And like I mean it exa- it happened exactly as they said. Two weeks after, we're having this giant surge. Like, and I'm nervous that you know now that we've got this vaccine news and it seems promising and it's starting to kind of roll out that people are just going to be like, whatever. There's a vaccine now, and they're going to go twice as hard on Christmas, and we're going to have even more numbers. You know, the second week of January. The and same people who probably do not intend on taking the vaccine either. Um, they <sighs> I just, can't even get started on they that. They just enjoy the news. Uh, we didn't want to end this week on a on a sad note, but um, we do appreciate you sticking around this long and just listening to us because sometimes that is just what it needs to be. And um, next week we are going to bring back to you uh, a somewhat fun theme-related episode. Yep. And if Juicebox is okay with this, I'm going to go ahead and announce that. Get ready for next week. I think we're going to dive into Home Alone 3 and 4 and put that together with 1 and 2 because there's a big difference there, a big split right down the middle of 1 and 2 versus 3 and 4. And I'm going to bring together my arguments on why 3 and 4 could be better than the original two. 
Okay, well, that's just ridiculous. So come back next week. Uh, as always, wherever you follow us, wherever you're listening today, thank you. That's, that's all I want to say this week is thank you. Um, we'll be back next Monday with uh, our Home Alone bout. And uh, we hope you enjoy your week. And we'll see you soon. Yep, be safe.